evening and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today we have on Jizzy. How you doing, man? I am good, Sean. I'm good. I'm good. Been a little while. We're going to talk about your album. I know you've been doing a lot of press, but let's peel it back and talk about this great album. I think everybody needs to check it out. It's it's fantastic. And, you know, I can be pretty critical. <laughs> well, it, you know, it's nice. It's nice when you do something and, and it's appreciated, obviously. You know what I mean? I, I feel good about it. I, I felt good about it before. You know, I hadn't really played it for anybody yet. It's, you know, yep. it's been sitting on my computer for months and months and months. I, I let you hear it, but it's kind of, you know what I mean? Now that it's out and, and people seem to to like it, it's it's awesome. And, and the time is, there's a lot of really good albums out too. So the competition's stiff. Everyone's got doing their best albums right now. So you needed to come out strong. So it's a good time. Album of the week. Oh, come on now. <laughs> it's good. This is this album could to me it stands up with the first two. You know, love hate. It's right up there with them. You know. Well, good. I mean, you know, and it's that's a very hard, high bar, you know, to try and get to. Those two records are are really really good, and that was when we were sort of running on all cylinders. You know what I mean? Well, I said it because there's a lot of interesting different parts, and parts of of these songs could be other songs for some people. So that's the other two had. They had a lot of extra little pieces in it that really built this really great machine. You have a lot of that in this album. I just think, you know, over the years, I've I've sort of gotten better at crafting. You know what I mean? I'm I'm a, I'm a better couch builder. You know, my my uh, my skills and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And and what differentiates a good song from and and how to edit songs too? I think is important. Yeah. You know, when people start out, they 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 think that they don't understand songs have to be sensible as as you know what I mean? Like I talked about this on my my Jay Pearl. Yeah, yeah uh, I actually watched it. it was really good. Songwriting thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't have to adhere to that strict formula that I that I said, but I mean it's kind of a good formula to have, you know what I mean? You you have to have your chorus. And you got to get to it to a certain point because people's attention span is very short. You know what I mean? Like you get this really great riff writer and he's got this killer riff and you're going, oh man, I'm excited. What's coming? And then it's all it is, 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 a, 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 you know, he moves his fingers and it's the same riff for the chorus. And you're just going, you know, damn, where's my, where's my golden ticket? Well, I think that's one of the things you have a lot of crazy riffs on, on all the way through this thing. You get the structure of the song, you get the riffs, your vocals. Now, I know you said something. Um, you got to have gotten a review about your vocals. Oh, yeah. That they were, they were too good and they had to be auto tuned. Yeah. Your, your voice is super strong at this point. I, you've been performing nonstop, recording. Your voice is just on, it's, it's the strongest it's lucky, ever been. Bro just lucky lucky and obviously you know i work at it right I, I i you know don't screw around you know i mean i don't know i just i take care of stuff and and i prepare and i practice and uh yeah the vocals are strong on this record but they they just have to be because people know me as a singer 
and you know other people think okay he writes songs too he's got these solo records or whatever but but I'm I'm primarily known as a singer so the vocals are the first thing that people are going to grab and so the vocals have to be kick ass and you know if they are and then obviously if, if people dig the songs and that's great right. too the artwork for this album but you've always had really good artwork with like Mm-hmm. eight and, and your shirts and your 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 books want to touch on that a little bit um the uh, well the guy that did it was um his name's joe and he is a he's been my shirt t-shirt maker for 10 years he does all the shirts for monsters of rock cruise he does everyone's shirts i mean he's he's the guy to go to and i just i went to him and i said make me a logo that looks like a motorcycle gang, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and don't make it cheesy, make it cool. And that's what he did. I mean, I, I, I uh, commissioned it for, and we went back and forth and he was the guy that did it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It, it's simple. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, that's what I like about it. I mean, the other guy for the frontiers record, he did that crazy cover. I mean, that was crazy. It was amazing. You right. know what I mean? I would never have, I mean, that was like Sergeant Pepper or, or one of my last acid trips or something like that. I mean, I just, uh, yeah. So, you know, people like that artwork. buy CD, people you know that I mean? buy CDs and people that actually care about what's in a CD and stuff, you know, then they, they care about that stuff. Well, I think with this one, it's a great symbol because like all good rock bands have like a little, a little symbol, an emblem of something. That album cover is a great little, you know. Yeah, guy. it's and it's my guy. Yeah, yeah it looks like your guy there. Yeah. yeah, so it's pretty cool. So, yeah, as you say, you have, you have a new YouTube channel, so people check that out, subscribe to it. Uh, lots of stories on it. Are you doing it weekly now? Is it? I don't know how you're breaking it down now. I, yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm finding myself uh, turning into a laughing monkey here. I'm 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 finding myself with with people that are digging it you know what i mean it's it's slowly starting to catch on because i don't know i i think what i'm doing is unique you know in this internet world i mean my 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 wife goes on tarot reading youtubes and stuff because that's what she likes there's thousands of tarot readers thousands oh yeah of everybody basically reading you know what i mean essentially doing the same thing with different things going on but i feel like what i'm doing is something that no one's kind of doing you know what i mean i'm, I'm kind of telling stories trying to be funny or entertaining or whatever but also keeping it in the in the framework of of you know rock and roll and and you know, the, the hearkening back to the Sunset Strip, and because you know it's real. I mean, well, I can. Part is you're very real about it, and that's big, I think well, that's a big difference. Well, yeah, I mean, because people ask me all the time, "What's it? What was it like on the Sunset Strip and stuff like that?" And I, you can't, you know what I mean? You can't go back in time. It's not like you know you have a viewmaster. You right. can't really talk about it. But I try and explain it. I try and do it with the channel and stuff. And I, and I, like I said, I mean, and it's fun as well. I mean, if, if it wasn't fun, I wouldn't be doing it, but it is kind of fun to, to shoot the shit. And, if people haven't seen it, go subscribe to it. I, I watch it all the time. It's, it's in my feed. 
So I, I look forward to them. Let's let's pull back the covers. Let's talk about some songs. So one of the most important things to me is is the song is an order of music on an album. I don't know how you feel about that. Or did you? It's you very important. Okay. It's very Some people important. don't care. And to me, I'm like, I care about the song list. I care about the drums. I have a list of things that I go through mm-hmm. to, you know, to pass the test. And um, the first thing is the song. You know, you got to come in strong. You know, Songs, this, what it should do, is, essentially, is you need to start off big, kind of get somewhere, and then end big. You know what I mean? So you want to go boom. And in the middle of the set, you want something but you have to end big. I mean, it's, it's the song list is very important. It is because I want it to be listened to as a record, as a, as a body music, not, you know, you know, track one, go to track eight. Cause it doesn't make sense. I, I wouldn't do it like that. I listen no, to a record as yeah. a record. You know what I mean? So it is important. I, I helped put the blackout and the let's rumble and the wasted, set lists together because it's all about flow you know what i mean you 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 don't want all your songs to be in the same key because it gets repetitive and it and it sounds funny you know you want it to to build and you want it to go somewhere and it's like a set list on a concert actually you want to start big you're going to have a little slower part you're going to pick up you really want to you know have that whole full performance well you want it to be a journey for sure i mean as good as kind of cliche as that sounds you do you want to take the listener somewhere you want them to go you know wow i wasn't expecting that or wow that's you know you you want that you want that wow you know so obviously what i haven't thought about these songs and what what went into making them and writing them you know what i mean because the record's been sitting there for six or eight months i mean it's been done for a while you know you're on it when you're on a record company you're on a schedule release date, you know what I mean? So you just got to sit tight, you know, for a year sometimes until they, they're ready to put your record out. So the record just sits there and you listen to it every now and then and you go, okay, this is really good. Last chance. Oh, that's great. I like that song and it's funny. And, and, but you, you know, now that it's out and people are talking about it, it, I get to revisit it. You know what I mean? And I get to go, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that's a, that, that was good. You know, Pat myself on the back. That's killer, man. So it's 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 good. I get to I get to I get to have dessert. You know what I mean? Well, it, it, I'm sure it could leave you to to doubt yourself too over time. Is it good? Can I go back and change it? It's better just to get it you out. You can there. always any it's so crazy. Every songwriter is right is like that. Every songwriter is like that. Joni Mitchell will tell you in interviews that she doesn't listen to her music because she just she can't get past the fact that this baseline just isn't completely the, the, the way it should be and stuff. And she can't enjoy it. You know what I mean? As opposed to me, it's just different. My music obviously is not as complex. I don't have Jaco Pastorius, you know, playing bass on my music. So uh, I get to enjoy my music. I, I, I've learned over the years to appreciate the 95% of what you got as opposed to dwelling on the 5% that you did. You know, it's very important to me musically and when I write and when I do my shows on the YouTube and stuff, you know, I mean, I, I try and keep my, my bar up of, of, of being good. Cause it's all you have at the end of the day. Yes. 
and I think most importantly, as long as you're real, everything else is forgiven, you know? Yeah. Oh, you know, some of my jokes probably aren't as funny as, as some people think, but. It's like one hot minute is pretty self-explanatory. It's a rocker. It comes in. It's just, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you're just belting it out right from the beginning. And then some of the riffs you came up with are, are like really fantastic. I think that's, I've heard people, what's that? Like, um, echo maybe like a Zeppelin influence coming in. And I think that's because. Think, think Robin Trower. Think. I can hear that. I can hear that. Think Pat Travers. Think uh, uh, snort whiskey, drinking cocaine, and and Pat and 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 Robin Trower, Day the Eagle, big fan of Robin Trower. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that riff is sort of it's simple, but it's deceptive. You know what I mean? It's it's simple, like but it's not simple. It's it's about the groove, and uh, and I'm playing the bass, which was extremely difficult. <laughs> So yeah, actually, let's talk about you. All the instruments you play, because people see you as a singer. A lot of people, up until recently, you know, playing guitar in your in the show, talking about yeah. it. You're mostly known as a singer. Well, I just you know I wrote all the songs, bass, drums, guitar, everything, and so it just seemed natural for me at some point. You know, you can do recording at home. Everyone does, and uh, you can get you know, good sounds. And so I just thought, screw it. You know what I mean? I'll just, I'll play the bass. I play bass on most of the record. Dude. Really? It's not, it's not like I'm going to be a bass player because I'm not. But if you get me on a stool on about eight cups of coffee, I can, I can bang out a bass track. You know what I mean? I can, I can, I have the, the skill to do it in a recording situation but live no way no way. i mean when you play bass it isn't it isn't tick 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 i mean it's and you know timing you is really yeah. dig into it and but not too much or you you'll pull it sharp you know what i mean how about acid babe acid babe is is for my wife it's it's uh it's not a love song but it is a love song it's it's tongue in cheek, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it talks about my relationship with her and who she is and, and how she sort of keeps me from going off the deep end. I mean, if, if, if you're in a good marriage, you know, she's gotta be, she has to tell you, you know, she can't tell you what you wanna hear. She has to tell you the real deal, like your song sucks and quit farting in bed and, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. And so that's, and the, and the riff, the riff is kind of faster pussycat ish. You know, I like, I like faster pussycat Babylon songs. I like that period of their writing, which is kind of, it's kind of rock, but it's dance. You can, chicks can dance to it too. It's sort of like nobody's fault but mine, I guess. Another Zeppelin. Okay. Thing, but then, then then you get to the chorus and it's got that riff in it and that's that's kind of faster pussycat. You know what I mean? It's kind of sunset strip, sleaze, playing at the whiskey. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean I I that's what I grew up with and that's what I like and and it's you know some people think it sounds like Guns N' Roses and I'll sure I'll take it. Gonna take you higher, yes. Um, 
Well, I told everyone it's about Jack Parsons. Jack Parsons was a rocket engineer. He was one of the founders of modern rocket engineering, I guess, you know, but he was also in Aleister Crowley's sphere of influence, you know, the sex cult. And so he was a complex, he was right and left brain, you know what I mean? He was a math guy and a science guy, but he was also into the occult, which kind of in, you know, it makes him interesting to me. And, you know, he had a tragic life. And, and, uh, and so when I write about going to take you higher than you ever been, or, or uh, when you do what you wilt, then you're going to find love again. I mean, that's anyone that knows Crowley knows exactly where I'm referencing, you know? So, yeah, I mean, and it's a good riff. It's a killer riff, kind of Zeppi, kind of Aerosmithy. And the chorus has got that, that weird, psychedelic guitar in there you know it's it's got elements of Aerosmith and Zeppelin and and drums are great you know uh gonna take you higher the the, the beginning um I thought it was gonna be a slow song or an acoustic song I thought it was uh, a little fake out there in the beginning I of faked that, you out you totally purpose whoa is he slowing down and then you're like no that was a good twist there in your in your song there well, we got, you know, we, we, we like our twists and turns. We like our little changes. There's, there's a bunch of changes in the songs, different places. Obviously, anyone that's a Zeppelin aficionado will hear the couple of places in, in the songs where I, you know, I... Similar in a 70s rock, though. As you're saying, I brought that up because Zeppelin is easier. A lot of people don't know Robin Trower like we would know him, you know what I mean? And listen to him on our phone or whatever. But Zeppelin, everyone knows Zeppelin. But it's not totally Zeppelin-ish. It's very 70s rock riffs, you know? Like, it's got the undercurrent. Like, you'd see there, it comes up and grabs you when you're not paying attention, you know? To me, that's well, what Well, what I, like I did was, what I did was, and, and when I, you know, Zeppelin is is just the, the best band. You know right. what I mean? Zeppelin and Aerosmith during the rocks, Toys in the Attic period, the best. Mm-hmm. Every band has the best period. You know what I mean? And uh, Zeppelin, Physical Graffiti, Houses of the Holy, the best. That's when they were their most psychedelic and weird. And and like you listen to the Rain song and just go, how the fuck did you write that? It's just so amazing. Um, So what I did with this record is I did four guitar tracks, rhythm tracks. And I never done that before. Usually you do two. You do left and right. Picking it up. You know what I mean? Stereo. And uh, what I did was I did four. So half of the four were Les Paul's, Gibson Les Paul's, which is that Jimmy Page classic Les Paul song. And the other side was um, SG's, Gibson SG's, which is Angus Young sound. So what I gave the record was the, the, the warmth and the 70s feel of the Zeppelin of that Les Paul going through a Marshall naturally, you have to play through Marshalls or you're an idiot. And, uh, and that SG sound, which is that mutt laying back in black, which yep. is that clean, uh, crispy, you know what I mean? It brightens up the guitars. It makes the guitars uh, crisper, you know what I mean? And, and, and more staccato 
and I think it's it's a good match. I feel. Now, Soul Mama is that is that is probably one of your uh, a stock sound of yours. The great sound is like the, people love that sound of yours. It's you know. Well, it's it's ACDC, man. I mean, anybody. A lot of people try to write a good ACDC song, and and you know, I'm I I put my hat in the ring to try and write a good ACDC song. I mean, I, I always was a fan of that black and back in black record. So I just, you know, there's, you can't go wrong with, with a straight beat and 27 guitars just playing in rhythm. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. Yeah. Good song. Great. Great. Hard to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. a, little, a little touching. It's still not a ballad. But it's touching. Not, uh, not, yeah. That, you know what? Everyone, I've been doing interviews and everyone seems to point to that song. And maybe because um, it just, it means something. I mean, I had some guy in Australia, brought a tear to my eye, mate. I mean, I just, you know, it's it sounds silly. But the thing is, is when you read the lyrics and stuff like that, it is very heartfelt. I mean, he was my only brother. He had a long, you know, cancer thing, and it was it was fucked. I mean, it was like any like anyone that's dealt with cancer, it's just it tears you up. And I tried a few times to write a song for him and about him, and they just they were not good. They they were funny. They were phony. They sounded like Motley Crue, Home Sweet Home. It, it just wasn't, you know what I mean? It wasn't me. It wasn't me being able to be real. And so with Hard to Say Goodbye, it's got that great commercial million dollar chorus, but it's got that kind of immigrant song, Led Zeppelin-y. It's a weird riff, that thing. It's based off the A string and it's just a weird riff. It's kind of like immigrant song, but it's not. It's 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 uh it's funny. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like love hate. A lot of the weird chords in like Yucca Man and some of those songs were just because Skid was an upside down player and he played guitar upside down. So a lot of the stuff, the chords aren't what would be called traditional right you know bar chords or you know regular uh chords like that so that's why love eight always had that kind of distinctive tone to its music and um so yeah with hard to say goodbye it's it is a good song i mean it's it's and the lyrics are great they say what i want to say without coming off sappy and, and that's what it is i think it, this is the most emotion emotive that you've been about something probably flat out to well, a whole song you know it, it was it that's was, why it stood it out was, a little more it was important man it was important you know it isn't i'm 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 of an age where i'm not going to write and i can't drive 55 you know what i mean I'm, I'm just that's not where i am in my life you know i write about relationships i write about my marriage i write about where i am in the world i, I write about the state of where i am you know, i was playing around with um a tuning 
um, a different tuning on guitar and I kept rewriting a white, the same White Snake song. You know what I mean? Take you down slow and easy, you know, and I just, so I go quit with the regular, you know what I mean? Go back to normal tuning. But I, I, I dug the riff. I dug where I went with it. Like, yeah. like the, the verse is kind of like um, last in line and then it goes somewhere else. I'll throw that song and the bridge are kind of straight up jizzo with the weird harmony and the, and the, the change up. And the outro is really cool. The outro is kind of like uh, Sowing the Seeds of Love by Tears for Fears. You know what I mean? It's got that psychedelic beetle like when you listen to the end of I'm the Walrus and there's all that weird shit going on and you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, that's, that's a, that's a trippy song for sure. To me, it's like a lot of push pull too. I like it. Like you go here, you're here, you're here and you're back and forth. Mm -hmm. I think that's what the vocals know. It's about, you know what? It's about someone that, that lives this life on social media that this, this person is trying to represent themselves on social media as having this awesome life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And with the selfies and the pictures and the, and the, the, the location, you know what I mean? It's, it's, but it's trying too hard. It's not real. And you're really kind of, you know, a mess, you know what I mean? But you have this wonderful life on Facebook, but so it's kind of like that, 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 uh, dichotomy of of great life you know to the to the outside world but inside you're just you know you're messed up i think it's i don't know why people really good song i mean they're all good but now last chance what was the thought behind that and uh last chance is is kind of it's about somebody in a relationship that has a nihilistic view that I know that this thing we have is doomed, but I shall carry on anyway. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold the torch as long as I can before it burns my fingers. And, and it is, it's the closest thing to a ballad on the record, but it's, it's not a real love song. It's more no. of a, of a, of a, of just a kind of a testimony to, to this thing has a shelf life and when it's done it's done and it's too bad but i'll tell you that one of the better guitar solos on the record came from stevie pierce my my uk guitar player he played a very great very good solo on that record it's very you know what i mean like like when the guitar kind of when the note hangs in the air and you're just you're you you don't have to overplay sometimes like david gilmore like on some of his solos you know he's just holding those notes out there and it's just it's got more 10 times the impact than him doing one of these things forever yeah yeah it's it's i mean you are a storyteller and that's what you've been doing with your videos and your books and and each song is like you know like everything else you do is, is a mini is a mini story, you know, bruised and battered. I really like that song a lot, you know. Yeah, it's got your your, your gritty lyrics in, in in a lot of well, these songs. That song, bruised and battered, is about being a drunken fuck up for basically. Um, it's about you know 
the old Jizzy. Your field research that, years? The guy that used to uh, be a hit at parties. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and, you know, obviously it's, it's method acting. I can just reach back and draw from experience. Yeah. Um, the riff is cool. Uh, the riff is sort of my attempt at writing a Billy Duffy, uh, like the cult, Yep. you know, I was a big fan of the cult love and Sonic temple, how, how he does two or three strings and kind of the mixing of it to get like an open tuning type thing. And so that's where that chorus riff came in. It was kind of like my attempt to do like a she sell sanctuary. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, it's cool. See somebody is is again. It's kind of in that faster pussycat mode of dance, heavy. You know what I mean? Like lips and hips from Electric Boys. Same same thing. I mean, it's it's. It's danceable, but it's heavy, you know, and uh, which which I like. And and it's a, it's it's the cautionary tale of the girl that wants her name in lights, but doesn't understand that there's a price to pay. You know what I mean? She's she has to lose parts of her soul to to do that. And you know that's kind of what that song is about. You know, you want to be somebody, but you know, you don't realize oh, that it, there's a bill. <laughs> well, we do jump around from song to song because we hit all <laughs> as good as they are. Um, the last song, Lonely Days. You do change yes, the piece yes. a little bit there. Yes, I like it. I like it. The chorus, you got a little, little some extra vocals in the background there too. A little, uh, yeah, you know, originally um, that song I wanted it to sort of be kind of like Ted Nugent stranglehold. You know what I mean? Like that down and down, 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 you know what I mean? Obviously I'm not going to play the exact notes because I would get sued, but that's kind of where my head was at with that song. And when I first wrote it, I had the background vocals singing lonely days are gone. And it just wasn't enough for me. It was good, but it wasn't good enough. So then I kind of changed it a little bit and I, I put that high vocal over it, like the jizzy high vocal over it. Yeah. So, so it's kind of doing a call response, you know right. what I mean? And it, it, it made the chorus bigger. And, and then, you know, you're, 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 you're in the vibe and you dig it. And then you change it up, you know, you speed things up a little bit for that ending, which is kind of like uh, fog hat slow ride. You know what I mean? Band it, then and it, then and it, then it, you know what I mean? And and then a little Van Halen thing at the end. And you know what I mean? You, I, I am honest about borrowing from the classic people right. of the past. You know what I mean? I have no problem you know, saying that I want it to sound like this. I want it to sound like this because, because that's the music that I grew up with and I enjoy, you know, I, I'm certainly not going to say, you know, I need, I need this to sound like Gary Newman cars. You know what I mean? It's just that, cause that's just, that's not, not me. Right. You know what I mean? It would be weird. Well, there's a lot of really good guitar solos on this album too. I mean, probably. Oh, Darren, Darren played great. Darren, 
Darren outdid himself on this record. He, he really did, you know, because we had to record the record on FaceTime because he lived in LA and I am here. And uh, so it was, it's hard when you're talking to someone like this, when they're recording your music and it's super, super intimate and yet it's not. So right. it's, it was harder for me to reach out and say, you know, come on, you know, to cheerlead like I, like I have to do when it's, when it's your music, you know, that's when I am dealing with someone playing solos and playing guitar on my records, I cheerlead and a solo is just like a song. It has a beginning, a middle and an end, you know what I mean? And, and yeah, you have to, I pay attention to all that stuff, you know, sometimes to the chagrin of who I'm playing with, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, not many people put out a new book, a new record and start up a YouTube channel. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a lot. I, I enjoy being productive. I don't like sitting on my ass. I'm not like a vacation guy that likes to sit in a lounge chair. You know, I'm, I feel like when it, the more you sit around, it's like the rock vultures start to circle, you know what I mean? And, and, and pretty soon you're just, you're eating, you know, Cheetos and watching Netflix and, you know, so it's important for me to always, always stay creative in some aspect. And the YouTube channel yeah. is a great vehicle you know what I mean? It's brand new. And I feel like what I am doing, what I'm trying to do is different from, you know, the thousands and thousands of other rock guys out there. And, and it's, you know, hopefully it'll catch on and I'll be, you know, the new internet sensation. You got a couple of big guys out there to catch up to, but so yeah. um, Juicy, JuicyPearl.net, right? And Jay Pearl TV. Um, TV. And I'll, the links will be underneath here. Um, anything else you want to shout out while we're... No, no. I'm glad we had this chat. And, uh, you know, I can thank you for helping me set up my J Pearl site. This guy helped me go over... it. it when you explain it, it was first like, like uh, algebra. And then when you actually explained it, I go, okay, well, this, this isn't as algebra as I thought. Right. It's not as... You know, it's it's just doing. That's the thing. That's about writing songs, performing. All this stuff is just about doing and failing and getting better and failing and doing it and not walking away, not giving up. You know, most people.